one where we are no longer a Christian nation, at least not just. We are also a Jewish nation, a Muslim nation, and a Buddhist nation, and a Hindu nation, and a nation of non-believers. It's a winter solstice sign sponsored by the atheistic Freedom From Religion Foundation that calls religion, quote, myth and superstition that hardens hearts and enslaves minds. A festivus for the rest of us! During uh, the president's speech at Georgetown, uh, I guess the White House asked the university to cover, cover the religious symbol that would be in the shot with him. You know, that, I think, is a legitimate debate within uh, the Christian community, uh, of which I'm a part. I believe that uh, God created the universe, and that's what I believe. Which passages of scripture should guide our public policy? Should we go with uh, Leviticus, which uh, suggests slavery is okay? Newdow claims that the use of the words under God in the pledge and in God we trust on money violate the separation of church and state. Well, you turn on the news, and what you're likely going to find, if you find anything about Christianity all in the news, it's going to be shedding Christianity in poor light. Uh, more frequently, you'll probably find uh, something in the news about uh, an atheist group re- removing a religious symbol from, uh, from the public square or some other obje- objection. It seems as though Christianity is, uh, is, is a taboo to talk about, and if it's talked about at all, the media loves to talk about it in a negative light. Our guest for this edition of Table Talk Radio uh, is S.E. Cup. She's a regular commentator on MSNBC, in CNN, C-SPAN, and Fox News Channel, an online columnist for New York Daily News and senior writer of The Daily Caller. And she's the author of the brand new book, Losing Our Religion, The Liberal Media's Attack on Christianity. Ms. Cup, welcome to Table Talk Radio. Hi, thanks for having me. What's this book all about? Uh, well, it's all in the subhead. It's about the liberal media. I have noticed in the past decade or so a real ratcheting up of the anti-Christian rhetoric among the liberal media. Um, and uh, I think that it's it's only going to get worse unless we finally address this and say, look, you know, Chris Matthews or Keith Overman or the New York Times, you can't keep calling Christians fanatics or dangerous or stupid. It's the face of 80% of this country. It's just not responsible, and it's it's also just not uh, civil and decent. What would you respond to somebody who said it's not really the, the, the media's job to represent the majority? Well, it's certainly not the media's job to attack it. Um, and it is the media's job to represent the majority, absolutely, unless they want to be called an alternative press. Uh, which they don't, they cling to that mainstream media moniker, um, then they should represent the mainstream. Now, that doesn't mean advocating for religion or a particular religion, but it certainly doesn't mean uh, attacking it. And it would mean that they would have to cover issues of, of import to Christians, which they don't, um, or they don't do it honestly. And it does mean that they would have to, uh, they'd have to reserve uh, a more polite language for some of the political candidates, Christian political candidates that they've seen uh, campaigning over the past 10 years. I mean, it would mean a lot of changes. But again, unless, you know, unless Christian America gets gets really angry about this, it's just going to get worse. 
So with that said, let's say someone outside the country was watching our news, someone who could not drive around our streets and see a church on every block. If they were watching our news coverage, um, what would they determine that Americans believe religiously based on the news that they watch? Well, yeah, I think we'd, we'd seem a lot like, you know, Sweden or, or Finland, a very, very secular, very hostile to public worship. Um, you know, the stories that get the big play on, on liberal media are the, the stories about atheists. And those are interesting stories, and they should, be, they should be reported, especially when some atheist, you know, files a claim, a lawsuit that makes it all the way, all the way to the Supreme Court. That's interesting. But at the same time, you shouldn't be ignoring, um, you know, violence against Christians, protests amongst Christians, Christian lawsuits, um, you know, which are either ignored or routinely mocked and assailed. Um, I think if you were listening in, you wouldn't have the idea that we're 90% believers and 80% Christian. That just doesn't come across. At At this point in the conversation, someone listening might say to you, that, that you're just complaining about your own religion, you're another martyr. But in the introduction of your book, you disclose that that's not really true. Yeah, I'm an atheist, and I've been an atheist for a long time. Um, so I don't really have an agenda here other than to say that I think we deserve a better, more responsible press. And, uh, you know, I'm an atheist, but not a militant atheist. So I defend Christianity, I defend freedom of religion all the time in my writing. Uh, I just don't see anything that dangerous about Judeo-Christian values. They're my values. I think the majority of the country has Judeo-Christian values, even if they call them something else. And uh, I, see it, I see it as really irresponsible and dangerous. And, and, and frankly, I think I'm, I'm entirely objective because of where I, where I stand on that argument. Uh, what's your reaction to the so-called new atheists, the, the names like Richard Dawkins, Christopher Hitchens, or Sam Harris, and the like, who not only... Uh, try to to show religion to be uh, not reliable or, or maybe untrue, but assert that religion is actually dangerous. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't fault those guys. They're not reporters, and they're allowed to assert whatever they'd like to in in an academic sense, and they do. I mean, they're no different than me in that regard. Um, you know, I'm writing books, I'm writing columns about what I believe. Um, you know, I don't hold them to the same kind of burden of, of proof as I do the media. Um, I, I don't agree with them, certainly, but I would, I would fight for their right to say what they're saying. Um, you know, and, and you, can, you can vote with your feet. You can buy their book and, uh, you know, make them really popular, or you can or you cannot, and, and you can oppose what they have to say and make them really unpopular. But I think it should be up to the, up to the people. What do you uh, think of this statement that is sometimes thrown around that America is a Christian nation? Well, I mean, categorically we are. It's 80% Christian. That, that doesn't say anything about the idea of a church and state separation. That doesn't, that doesn't change that. But categorically, we are not a Buddhist nation um, in any way, shape, or form. Um, you know, our, our, our sort of, you know, justice system isn't based on Buddhist principles. It's based on Judeo-Christian ones. Um, our, our population isn't Buddhist, um, it's Christian. And the whole point of coming over here in the first place was not to say that, uh, 
you know, religion has to be pushed to the private private sector. We all need to hide our religion and not talk about it in, in the open. It was so that we could have the freedom to be publicly Christian, whether it was Catholic or Protestant or what, whatever. Um, the whole point was to not live in fear of recrimination for your for your religious beliefs. But the liberal media is constantly telling us that we need to be worshiping in private, that it's an affront to secular America, America, that we worship in public, that we have a national day of prayer, for example, that we say Merry Christmas, um, you know, and, and those sorts of things are an affront to secular America, and we should hide that away. Well, that's the exact opposite intention of the, the Freedom of Religion Clause. What's your reaction to President Obama's remarks, as I put in the intro here, uh, of, of him saying that uh, America is not a Christian nation, um, at least not just. It's many other things as well. Well, as I just said, he's fundamentally wrong. I mean, you know, he is continually trying to elevate atheism to the status of other religions. Um, and it's a weird choice intellectually because they're, they're incomparable. They're apples and oranges. Um, you know, Christianity, Buddhism, Islam, uh, all marked by an inherent uh, value system. And the other is, is marked by a lack of one. Um, you know, if I tell you uh, that I'm a non-believer, an atheist, an agnostic, that tells you nothing about my values. Uh, whereas if I tell you I'm a Christian, you know, I might not be a great Christian all the time, but at least you know what I'm, what my ideals are. Um, so really it's like saying we're a nation of Christians and, and Jews and, and Muslims and, and dog lovers, um, or, you know, movie fans. I mean, it, it really is, really has nothing to do with belief. Um, he's also constantly touting the superiority of science over faith. These are, these are not accidental. Um, I, and I think they all reveal his his extreme discomfort with public worship. It, it's it's interesting as as you just mentioned that that it seems as if that that so many times in, in the public square we are expected in the name of separation separation between church and state we're we're required to sterilize any kind of of re, religious symbols or, re, or religious mottos or anything like that. But there's also at the same time a need to identify that there's non-believers in the public square as well. Does that seem like a contradiction there? It is, of course. I mean, it's very strange that whenever the president mentions non-believers, atheists get very excited. Um, I don't understand that. I don't. First of all, I don't need to be recognized officially for my, you know, my two percent minority opinion um, by the president, and and two. I mean, why, as an atheist, would you want to be talked about in the same category as all the other systems? Isn't the point that you're sort of separate from that? Isn't the point that you you reject those kinds of things and categorically want to be apart from from those equations? Um, it's, it's very strange to me. Um, you know, atheists generally want want nothing to do with religion, they don't want anyone else to have anything to do with religion, but get really excited when they're mentioned alongside religious people. It's very strange to me. Uh, you mentioned also in your book the uh, the, the move of, of certain atheists to uh, remove the, the, the crosses and memorials on the side of the street. 
what 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 do you think is is so offensive as you mentioned for that uh, for that one sixteenth of a se- second to drive by that cross? What sure. what is so offensive uh, for people to to need to remove that? I have no idea. As an atheist, <laughs> I don't get offended when someone wishes me Merry Christmas. I don't get offended when I see crosses. Um, you'd really have to tell me. I think if you're if you're that offended um, by someone's overt you know, public display of, of faith, then you probably don't have a lot going on in your life. I mean, there's enough to get offended by um, on, a, on a regular basis without having to go to, to religion. Um, you know, mom and pop going to church every Sunday, and just the, you know, the broad-based Christianity that you see all around the country. I mean, I, I, I can't answer that question, because I've just never been offended by someone else's, um, you know, religious religious moments i mean never <laughs> <laughs> um you're you're in uh, new york city i think you come in regular contact with with the political left do you find yourself uh being lumped in then with with christianity i i know that when i bring up a political issue uh such as uh, as abortion the, the 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 instant response is like well then you're just a, a a bible thumper and and therefore you think that we can't have abortion because the bible forbids it um however i never brought up the bible at all i never i never brought it into the discussion um i i think that we can make a case without the bible uh that we should preserve life you know they wouldn't say that if i said i'm against be, uh grown adult men being being shot <laughs> yeah i mean of course there are secular arguments for the pro-life position, the traditional family position, I mean, a million things. But it's so much easier for the liberal media and convenient for them to conflate Christianity and conservatism, and they do it all the time. Um, it's, and very effectively. I mean, the stereotype that conservatives are Christian is, is, is everywhere. I mean, that's a really solidified uh, trope that's been spread by the liberal media, because... Christian America doesn't doesn't contradict it often, and conservatives don't contradict it often. Um, you know, that said, I'm not trying to, like, you know, set any records here. I'm not trying to, like, start a new club of conservative atheists. Um, I just think that there are probably, I mean, I know since the book has come out, I've gotten so many emails from people who are like, wow, you know, I thought I was the only one. I thought I was the only conservative atheist. So, I, I you know... These kinds of issues are incredibly nuanced, but the liberal media is very bad at nuance. Uh, I I'm currently uh, studying to be a pastor, and the, my my reason for becoming a pastor is not to to proclaim the the values of Christianity, even though they are many. Um, my my reason for becoming a pastor is because what I think is unique about Christianity is that that it's a religion that gives a forgiveness of sins uh, through through the through the death of Christ, and um, so so when you have someone who uh, has committed adultery or who is uh, stuck in alcoholism or maybe even homose- uh, homosexual, my response to them isn't well just stop it or just get better. My response to them as a, a future pastor is that that these are sins of which Christ has has died for. And that, I think, is the kind of Christianity that is almost never represented in the media. And when we get close, like Rhett Hume's uh, response to Tiger Woods, that kind of Christianity is just completely ridiculed. 
Yeah, that's probably true. I think, again, you know, these Christian positions are very nuanced, and it's very hard to say with a broad brush, this is what all Christians believe, or this is how all Christians act. Yet the liberal media does that all the time. They rarely separate, you know, extremists from just regular everyday Christians. They rarely separate, um, you know, the the abortion killer from the regular pro-life Christian. Um, conflating that is what I think is really dangerous and irresponsible. And uh, that kind of that kind of lazy journalism, I think, needs to stop. Uh, you you said in interviews um, that that uh, you're you're an atheist because you can't quite make the uh, the intellectual leap. If you don't mind me asking, uh, what is the intellectual leap? Oh God, way too long to get into here. But um, you know, I just can't wrap my mind around the idea that there's a, a higher power. It doesn't make any sense to me. All right. Uh, lastly, what has been the uh, majority response to the book so far? So far, fairly positive. Um, you know, I haven't gotten a lot of ink in the liberal in the liberal outlets. Not surprisingly, I think they're all hoping that this sort of goes away. But um, so, you know, the the reaction amongst amongst Christians and conservatives, and even some like me who don't have a Christian agenda, has been really positive. I think most people are really sick of the way that the liberal media talks about the majority of Americans, their values, their their faith. I think it's really ugly, and, and people kind of want to put a stop to it, but don't, don't really know how. We've been talking with S.E. Cup. She's a regular commentator for MSNBC, CNN, C-SPAN, and Fox News Channel, and an online columnist for the New York Daily News and a senior writer at the Daily Caller. And she's author of the brand-new book, Losing Our Religion, The Liberal Media's Attack on Christianity. Ms. Cup, thank you so much for your time. Thanks for having me.